0: Pick up your microphones, ha <laughs> ha. Pick up your microphones, yo. How many mics do we rip on the deli? Say me, say many, money. Say me, say many, many, many.
1: How many mics do we rip on the deli? Many money. Say me, say many, many, many. I get mad, frustrated when I am rhyme, thinking of all them kids that try to do this for
2: all the wrong reasons.
1: We're back. Hello. It's rump
0: chat time. It's rump chat with the I knew that. It was you who was a regular. We're playing this song for a significant reason. Yeah. Our guest today is another person from the storied past of J.R. Rumpford. Yeah. And we have we're not we haven't brought him in yet. And uh, but we will uh we'll get to him here in a second. But just to touch on a few things, uh been a great uh, two performances. Third day here it was this Friday, it was when we we're recording this in Sykeston. Um, amazing rodeos. Uh, if you all catch it on the Cowboy Channel, it's pretty badass. Oh, like an 89 and a half is when the barebacks. Uh, I don't know what's when the Bronx, think. 87, maybe? Something like that. 87 and um, um, Brandon Portneer, the Bull riding. Uh What okay. was well, we'll he? Because. 80. Uh, Cole Melanson was eighty-seven oh, last yeah, night. Cole, so yeah. our buddy Cole. So anyway, it's been a great couple days. Uh, great crowds. Aaron Lewis was last night. So we, we went from Nelly Wednesday night, which was mind-blowing. Like yeah, talk ne- more about Nelly. Yeah, N- Nelly amazing. sounded the same that he did back in the day. Like he didn't have the. And this is hard to say, but you know, our good buddy Motley Crue Vince Neil ain't what he used to be. Yeah. Nelly is. And he took his shirt off, and he wore a and JC Bootheel Rodeo T-shirt, which was just badass. And then he did, you know, of course, when he did uh, Hot In Here. Hot you know, In! And he just took it off, and he is just <laughs> jacked. He's packed. He is still just ripped up. So he was bad And that place, I have never, I've been coming here almost 10 years. I think this is nine years. I've Never seen a concert where everybody stood the whole time. I've seen it in Houston oh. before. Everybody stood the whole time. No, and he- I think it really opened up, honestly... And, 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 you know, because some people are like, well, I guess this isn't just a rodeo. No. You have to understand that there is a wide range. And I'm not going to – And there, it was still 95% white. Yeah. It, you know yeah. what I mean? White people. And they were jamming. Well, everybody it knows You know what I'm, like I'm saying? It's, everybody it's like, knows like. But, but, but my point is you can't be afraid to go out on a limb and get a different artist. Look what Houston's done. Yeah. San Antonio, You know, Austin. These, road, these big rodeos that have concerts, you know, they always have, you know, black artists, and they come in and kill it. Hell, Nicki Minaj and her stripper team was at Houston, and they got a lot Nicki of backlash, Minaj. but she set a, a Tenant's record. Yeah. You know? And and so, anyway. Sorry, I did But you didn't know, the it. thing about Nelly, some though, of the, That was just some of the people on Facebook, on the comments. He you sang. You know, it's like, God, come on.
2: Not just rap. He sang, like, three he songs. Did. And that dude can sing. Yeah, it like, was good. He was a talented artist, like... That whole deal was just amazing, and thank you to Sykeston Rodeo for, for doing that, and Nelly. Uh, he had one dude with him, which, do you know who the guy was? No. Juvenile. Shut
0: up! Yeah. You know what, we would ask me, and i go, no, that's just his hype man. Called you, you one know? of the fashay, that's fashay, just... fashay. who's right up on them fashay. <gasps> that's man. why they did that song. Yeah, because that was Juvenile,
2: it's his buddy. I didn't know that was Juvenile. He looks good, want you back yeah. that ass up, he's a fine, back that ass up. I- Everybody that ever partied in Alva, Oklahoma, at least at one time, has uh, danced to back that ass. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: that was huge. That was another one of those uh, uh, high school rodeo dances. Yeah. When they're backing it up, and you're going.
2: And the cool thing is, too, like Nelly. (laughs) My
0: tummy hurts. Nelly Nelly gave a shout out to the rodeo. He did. several times. Like, he He... loved it. There was no, you know, in today's day and age, and how sensitive thing is, he didn't make any political speech. No. He came out and kicked ass. He kept saying, y'all been riding with me. Since day one, y'all been riding with
2: Nelly. I'm like hell yeah, Nelly. Because when I bought my first truck in 2001, the first CD I had was uh, a Nelly CD. If you wanna go and take a ride with me, free wheeling the phone with the phone. So
0: yeah, I got in trouble though for playing his, a Nelly song. Yeah, his his manager, I got in trouble with his team. So. You never play the artist. Like, tonight, Cody Johnson's playing. I will not play Cody Johnson in pre-show. Like, I, I normally I'll play could, what's on long... Cody Johnson is cool. Okay, again, just an example. He probably won't give a shit. But it's kind of a it's an unspoken rule in, uh, in the DJing world, if you will. DJing. But, uh, so, but I, I look back there, and I didn't see any tour bus. So I'm like, oh, he's not here yet. So I'm going to bring in uh, Boyd to the front end of, of, of EI. You know, it kind of has that build, 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 and then boom. Uh, 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 uh. Let me You know, and all that stuff. So I Boyd rode in. You know, I played it, and and then when he sold it, who I was ready to go. And I hit. I've got the beat. You know, under the, my e-hi, And e-hi, Everybody uh-oh. in the crowd's like, uh oh. And everybody did that. Yeah. And I got like four texts right away. Don't play anymore, Nelly. No, Nelly, you can't play, Nelly. Don't play, Nelly. Yeah, I got. So apparently, as they step him and his management and everybody stepped out of the rig. Boom! Opening, they heard it right as they stepped but out. You'd think that they would want like, to be pumped. Damn up. it! You'd think. Well, that- no. What happens is, is they you never sound ninety nine point nine percent of artists don't sound as good as they do I, in a studio, so they don't want to have to match. Nelly that. sounded just as good. He did, but I'm just saying it didn't matter. I'm. Yeah, but <laughs> were you there getting text, Rump? No, no, I, was I in got arena. in trouble. It's was... it's you can make all excuses, and he sounded good. The point is, I got in trouble. But anyway, I was like, "Shit, sweet." Yeah, exactly. Then so, last night we had that. On high, no, oh, hey, no, now listen, Aaron Lewis. I didn't like Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis is a cool. It was just, but he did acoustic. I love his stuff, but it was more. That that should have been more probably like it, it felt like you're on a back patio, yeah, at a, sipping at a on Mexican a whiskey. Restaurant. Not a Mexican, you yeah, dumb shit. It is like Aaron you. Aaron Lewis on, is badass.
2: Aaron, I'm not saying he's not badass. I'm saying it was just so weird because he's just doing his winer rock. You it's know? not winer rock. It is
0: winer rock. Aaron Lewis is gonna beat the shit out of you because he listens to the oh. chat. Hell no hurry, I'm Aaron Lewis. I'm sitting on the back porch complaining
2: about life. That's what it sounded like. Like nobody, it was not a good concert. Nobody partied. It's hard to party when Aaron Lewis is playing a guitar. And he had no hype man. Maybe it just sucked because it's after Nelly. Because Nelly was so good. Like it, it just, it didn't, it wasn't fun. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, but it's good like this stuff right here.
2: Do you, you have Aaron Lewis? Oh, yeah.
0: Well, it's actually... He's, he was lead singer of Stained, and I have to turn the, the it on right now. Oh, man. It's good stuff. Epiphany.
2: Wow, I'm ready to party. <laughs> Freaking stupid. Our, our guest is laughing his ass off.
0: It's good music. It's like... Your face is so this sounds like one of the songs. It's a great sound. This song, this a sounds child.
2: like one of the songs that plays in like a rom-com movie when a And girl you remember loses. this one? This sounds like something like after you lose your virginity and you're not happy about it.
0: Like when who loses their virginity and is not happy about it? Our guest today. <laughs> 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 oh hell hell. Easy, Jesus. Don't scream into the microphone, dumbass. I'm sounding like, don't blame me, blame him. It's bad at... And you this is good shit. You know that I sound like this guy. Oh. And we need Fre- Fred Durst in the background. The time. Remember that acoustic one where he did? This guy and sucks. Fred Durst. He kinda sucks? Me. He does not suck. He's coffee shop rock. This is good music. It's just different. Now, we're talking Nelly was energetic, and it was complete opposite last night. Yeah, this is not energetic. Well, let's bail out of this and get to our guests. It's been a it's while, been while since time. we've had a... If you're rump, it's been a while since I've took a shower. Oh, i got to take a shower today. Before the performance, I've got to take a shower.
2: So, I'm going to intro our guest. This, uh... Our next guest is uh, A rodeo man That is truly a, a cool story He came from the inner city Of Kansas City Kansas City, Missouri And he's the only uh, African American pickup man In the PRCA I've literally grown up with this guy Like I invited him to my house when I was a little kid And he never left yeah. um, He's picked up the Prairie Circuit Finals The Great Lake Circuit Finals uh, The Course Showdown Picked up almost every big rodeo there is from uh caldwell idaho to uh, sydney iowa yeah sydney iowa and and, uh uh uh, one of my best friends and he's here today and uh the one and only the jeffrey rector
1: hello everybody and he's been
2: he's been on the mic over there listening to us talk and he's been holding everything back. Jeff, welcome to Rump Chat. You've been it's, wanting to be on Rump Chat
1: for a while. I'm so happy to be here for a number of reasons. Uh the main reason is it's your birthday today. Yeah. Yes, four four zero. Ah, sucks. And I missed your thirtieth birthday. You probably don't remember, but I didn't make it. No, I was so You were bummed. So drunk.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's different than now? Yeah.
2: Well, I'm not getting like when I turned thirty, I got I, I don't know but like birthdays in between doesn't matter too much, but when I when I hit the big ones like the
1: thirty or forty, like I, I've been very emotional. I cried. You did cry. You actually were crying less than eight minutes ago. I know. Yeah. I,
0: and he just had a heart to heart with me
1: too. I'm oh, sorry. I, I cried again. But I I'm love it. I get, I get that way, too. I, ever since that we had Gus,
0: I've, I'm, like, way more emotional. Yeah, well, but
1: you, you always think it's a bad thing. I think it's a great thing to it, be, show your emotion. Well,
0: it, it, it is. It? it absolutely is. It means mm-hmm. you have a heart, one. Yep. And it's a great thing that you're turning 40 because it really would have sucked if you hadn't turned 40. Yeah. That's true. You know, know true. what I mean? That, that means would, you're yes. dead. That means uh, you're dead. So Jeff, that would suck for all of us because would. we
2: wouldn't have anybody to make fun and of. And Jeff's always been my go-to guy in life. Um from I think we the first time that we started hanging out, I was nine years old, and so me and Jeff have been really good friends, and the other day, I was telling him, I'm like, man, I'm just bummed. I'm turning 40. I can't believe I'm turning 40. Like, I don't feel 40. I, I still like to rock and roll and listen to rap music and get drunk and fight in the parking lot and, <laughs> you know, like all the cool shit I've ever done, and, and Jeff told me, like, because he knew Bandy Boswell, which everybody sure. that listened to Rump Chat yep. knows about Bandy, and yep. he said, you know what, Justin? Bandy wishes he could have turned 40. Yeah, and so that
0: exactly amen. That, that, was amen a, that was a
2: big turning point for me. Where I'm like, you know what? I need to embrace turning forty. Like it sucks. Like yeah, it sucks. But man, I got my kids I love. I got my best friends. Cody Johnson came to my birthday
0: party. Yes, yeah. So we'll, we'll get in. Yeah. So we're we're here at Sycamore, and I park here. Jacob Moorhead, uh, the uh, the Ram rep. It's uh, not a Ram he, rep. Well, <laughs> the rep, the truck rep. Uh, the vehicle anyway, reps. parks uh, beside me, and then Rump parked back here, uh, like kind of, anyway, we got kind of a little square, uh, and the Webster Park's here, Boyd, uh, everybody. Um, anyway, so we were having uh, all the wives, Wit, and your wife, Ashley, God bless and, the wives. And, and all the girls, they brought stuff, so. So, uh, had sorry th- I had a burp <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> we, have okay. we have been drinking we've been drinking a lot today. Three, so we had we three had steaks going, yeah. and potatoes and made dip it was awesome so anyway um we had there was probably there's 30 40 people back here it was and we could it's go amazing. through all the names but it was, it was pretty awesome a bunch of good guys and and gals and and then all of a sudden up on a golf cart pulls cody johnson so yeah. that was he's playing tonight which was and stretch yeah, and stretch. Stretch, <laughs> stretch yeah. is working his merch. Page. I wish,
2: I wish Nelly would have come and party with us too because that would have been awesome. That been,
0: and, and shout out
2: to Reno Roster
1: for
0: surprising me and then Reno Roster comes. He made me that. cry. He I cries.
2: love Reno so much, and he he's a super dick. Do you, why? Yeah,
0: what, he <laughs> he, is <laughs> he is so hard you on me in that. He is. A dick. He is
1: a dick. Oh, I don't know him that well. So he oh re- yeah, you he know, He's a, he's a huge oh. dick. Oh, okay. Right. But we, it, I you love know, him. But, so we but love he, him. He hires a lot of African American people to work for his company, so I think he's probably yeah. Okay. He got, the Compton Crew. Uh, speaking of that, can we j- address the elephant in the room, really quick? <laughs> I don't see an elephant. <laughs> the, but. I don't. Am I the first person of color to come on Run Chat he, Yes, you're the first black wow. man. Wow, it Run took Chat. what forty six episodes. <laughs> oh. That oh, oh, that is unacceptable, Hambone. That is unacceptable.
0: Well, you know what? Well, though, we haven't really had a chance. No, we, we honestly we tried. No, we, we honestly wanted. tried to in, in Monterey to get the Compton guys on because the, their Bird. story their stories are cool too. That yeah. Fire on the Hill that documentary, uh, which is really cool. You know, look on that Fire on the Hill, but it's it's uh, it's pretty unreal. You know really what they is. what they live through. Mm-hmm. You and know, because they're literally from the streets. You know, yeah. I, way I've stayed rag.
2: there. I've stayed in Compton with uh, Tavion and uh you know it's
0: it's it's rough but but not worthy justin don't I've... you didn't stay i have no, stayed... you I'll... want to call tavion love... we... no i believe you he lives in Compton like
2: like in is compton is this COMPT in the city that called long to, Beach. To, is this to...
1: when you were there and you were scared to go in and buy beer yeah okay
2: <laughs> 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 i did not go into the 711 in Compton cuz i was trying to buy some white claws and and uh, for everybody that knows me like i'm you know i'm kind of gangster you know i i listen to rap I got a Compton hat, and Tavion's always making fun of me, so when we went to that 7-Eleven, I'm like, hey, will you go and give me some White Claws? <laughs> he's like, you gangster. You going and get a gangster?
0: <laughs> like, and, Tavion, <laughs>
2: and Tavion, though,
0: is like the whitest-sounding guy in the world. I love Tavion. Tavion. Is, he's ble- a, is
2: he a he, police officer? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, cool yeah, shit. Okay. He's a he, good yeah. dude. He's a sound guy.
0: But, yeah, he, he's got a golden voice, though. He could
2: announce. Tavion's awesome. But uh, Jeff, Jeff's got such a cool story because he is literally a city slicker. Uh, and like I said earlier, the only black pickup man in the, in pro rodeo. And Jeff, uh, kind of take us back. Tell us about your youth and and kind of growing up and how this all came together because it's a it's a badass story.
1: Yeah. So growing up in Kansas City, uh, shout out to the world champion uh, Super Bowl Kansas City Chiefs. By the way, my homies. Um, no big deal. Um, growing up in Kansas City, like uh, I just always loved horses. Growing up, that was my thing. Like I didn't like watching cartoons, and doing all that stuff. Like. I would literally spend hours in front of the TV watching westerns just so I could look at the horses. Like, I just thought they were the most amazing, beautiful animals in the That's world. That's cool. Yeah. So my grandfather, uh, when I was probably 12 or 13, I talked him into uh, buying me a horse. And uh, growing up in Kansas City, obviously, we didn't have anywhere to keep them, So we had to board them. And uh, we boarded him at a facility called the Benjamin Ranch, which, unfortunately, is no longer yeah. with us. But it was probably Stables.
2: one of the most... Iconic places in Kansas City for the longest time on 86th Street. Yeah, 87th Street. 87th. No big
1: deal. Uh, deal. Um, Anyway, yeah, so growing up there, uh, I talked to him into uh, buying me a horse. Um, We boarded at Benjamin Stables, and they had a huge Fourth of July rodeo, and lucky for me, uh, Rumford Rodeo had that. Um, uh, Howard Benjamin, who owned the ranch, was really good friends with Floyd Rumford, uh, Justin's grandpa. Grandpa. Yeah. And uh, he introduced me to the Rumfords, and... Um, talked him in and let me chase out calves and steers one year, right? Excellent. And I thought that was like, oh, yeah, I was A picking up the deal. NFR. Big oh, no. deal. what I we had... did with, like, me
2: and Jeff, so we started immediately being friends. Like, so we got the old pair of Dodge uh, truck pickup man shaps and we shined them up. Yeah. Was you Sam
0: know? living with y'all at this time? Sam Grass? Yeah, Sam, yeah. Yeah, Sam was me and too.
2: Sam and Jeff. Yeah. And so we, yeah.
0: we we no before Jeff came was Sam living yeah with Sam you all?
2: was Sam was w- living there before Jeff got yeah. there
1: because he was from Hutch Hutchinson which is really close to Aggiel sure. so he was a lot closer than me. Uh, His damn phone. No, oh, we're good. Okay. So anyway, uh, one year uh, they hired me to chase out calves and steers, which I thought was the best thing oh, in the it, world. It was the best thing yeah. when
2: we had the shafts. We wore matching shirts, like uh, it was the coolest thing. And Jeff wanted to be a pickup man, where a lot of people like. When they go to a rodeo, they want to be a contestant. Jeff never wanted to do anything but be a pickup man. Never, never. From the time wants, he was twelve I, years yeah, old, I, he I, wanted, wants, I wanted to pick up. So I want to be too. a yeah. pickup man. He didn't say I want to rub calves.
1: I want to ride bulls. He did not want to compete at all. But you know, why I wanted to pick up? When you, if you love horses, it's the best thing in the world in rodeo because you get to ride a horse, obviously, and then you get to pick up bucking horses. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like it's the best of both worlds, you know and and i just I just loved everything about it, and uh, I just stuck with it and uh me and Justin been been friends for a very long time and a very long very time. long time and uh Rumford. Obviously, he's been on the show a couple of times. He, he <laughs> yeah, me. he's kind of a mainstay yeah. of the yeah. He's,
0: yeah, he's the biggest, he's the most popular guest we've had. Yeah. I mean, forget Donnie Gay, Bob Tallman, Bobby Kerr. Yeah. And you know the funny thing is, Jeff's got
2: more stories about Bronc Remford than probably anybody.
1: Yeah, I do. We've we spent a lot of time together over the years, but he, he taught me everything I know. Um, that is, he's he's such a hand. I mean, I'm not a cowboy by any means. I mean, Justin can tell you that. I listen to rap music. I hate wearing a cowboy hat. I pretty much only dress cowboy when I'm in the arena. But Bronc Rumford, I mean, he's the epitome of cowboy. He is. And he taught me everything I know. Um, and also, Floyd, you know, the late great Floyd Rumford taught me so much as well. And, so, you
2: know, uh the cool thing about my grandpa Floyd, he loved Jeff to death. And, and Jeff was the last person that grandpa Floyd talked to the night he died. Really? True yeah. story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: Jeff has lived at the Rumford Ranch pretty much his whole life. And, and, um, the, the thing that I think is so intriguing about Jeff is that in this day and age, uh, with everything going on, like, he, Jeff, he loves rodeo, but he also is his own person who does whatever he wants, and, like, I think that's so cool that we can have a guy from the inner city that, you know, not grown up on a ranch or a farm come and ride horses and uh, and, and be involved in pro rodeo, and... and uh, you obviously have been quite successful. I mean, you've been picking up for a long time. Yeah, you've got to do some of the biggest rodeos, and and you're the only af- uh, black African American pickup
1: man there is. Yeah, you, <laughs> like, how many times you're gonna say that? Well, what?
2: I know, but I just I just I yeah,
1: I don't. It's but anyway.
2: But that's true though. I mean, like growing up, like I was the only white kid with all our group. Like yeah. we. We we was I was always with black kids. Yeah, <laughs> and when,
1: you know when I first, but I, d-
2: I never thought about it.
1: And you never did either. That was I never did think about it. I, I mean, I still don't think about it. You guys didn't talk about it. Bronk never talked about no. it. Like it just wasn't a thing. Like I just did my thing. You know, I just picked up and and uh, but the coolest thing is when I started to realize what I was doing. I'm like looking around, like man, I'm the only black pickup man there is. Like, there, this is pretty cool. Yeah, you know. And then when I started to have a little success and you know got a few circuit finals and stuff like that, I thought, man, this is. This is really neat, but uh the coolest thing is just I've I've just been so blessed in my career to work, you know, a lot of the big rodeos that you mentioned and stuff like that to where I thought that maybe being black would hurt me, but I actually think in a way it helped me because let's say you're at a rodeo, right? Yeah. And you're watching the pickup man. Who are you going to look at? Me or the white guy out in the arena? You're probably going to yeah. focus on me, you right? Because you've never seen anything like that before. So um, I think it started to, to work to my advantage, wouldn't you think? I mean, well, I don't know.
2: yeah, I think it's for sure, but like, I don't think you could just put a color on it, and I, because like you do a great job. So I don't think it's um, at the end of the day, anybody, no matter what color you are, if you're good, you're good. If they're good, they'll find you. Yeah. yeah, and you you've done good. Yeah, yeah. And you you've had good horses, and uh, you you love basketball. And one of the things that me and you are big friends on. Is KU Rock, basketball, Chalk, Jay, but here's a story Jeff may not want you to hear. Uh-oh. He was bragging back in the day when when Rumford was still pretty spry. When he could still get around. He bet a week's worth of wages to Jeff that he could beat him in one on one basketball. Yes. Ooh. That was a bad so idea. So we went
1: to, we went to Partridge, Kansas. But tell him why we went there. Because remember we played in the yard and I was like, Oh, the reason I lost is because we're playing on dirt. I gotta yeah. have better traction.
2: We went to the uh, Partridge, Kansas basketball court and Bronck Rumford and Jeff Rector had a one on one basketball contest and Bronco kicked his ass.
1: It was not even close.
2: He kicked his ass. Bronco yeah. was a baller. He was a baller. He was like a like a big cowboy
1: Michael Jordan in the middle of nowhere. But speaking of that, do you remember when me and you used to take on Haley and Bronco in, oh, yeah. in the yard and we beat him one time and they didn't talk to us for like oh, four yeah. days? Like yeah.
2: back in the Rumford rodeo days, back in the day like the basketball games, we had a hoop in the middle of the yard and shit got intense. <laughs> like And we worked back then like, from 6 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night, yeah. nonstop. But we would play basketball almost every day.
1: Yes. That was fun. That I, was I missed fun. that. And, I, you know,
2: like, uh, I think that's another thing that's kind of cool to talk about is, is, is people don't think of, like, rodeo people playing basketball.
1: You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I think what you have to remember is just because you rodeo doesn't mean you don't have other things that you're interested in or other hobbies, you know? Oh, I know. And, you that, know?
2: and that's one thing that's cool about rodeo. Like, there's so many different... Different people that are involved in rodeo and and uh, the the do different things and the the di- like what am I trying to say the the, the demographic di- uh, demographics demographics, demographic, yeah. demographics. Thank so you yourself. got so many different people uh, coming in and, and just like like we were talking about the Compton Cowboys with Trey Holsley you know Lamontre coming in off the you know he lives in downtown Compton yeah he's a great bareback rider mm-hmm. you know uh, Aaron, Bird yeah Chris Bird Aaron Williams uh, from you know yeah uh he's a surfer he's right. riding bulls so it's pretty cool but like we did play a lot of basketball back in the day and me and jeff actually shared a room me jeff and sam we had a lot of fun yes uh when jeff turned 21 was probably one of the best days of my life because i had somebody that would buy me beer <laughs> <laughs> and when jeff turned 21 i uh talked him into buying me a 30 pack of budweiser
1: I do not remember this. You you don't remember this? I don't remember this. Did we go to Hutch or what?
2: Yeah, we went to Hutch, and he bought me a 30-pack of Budweiser, and I drank 30 Budweisers and then threw up on Sam (laughs) in his bed. Don't you remember that?
1: I do remember the throwing up part. I didn't remember that I bought the beer.
2: We were so excited. We could not wait for Jeff to turn 21, and here I am turning 40. Turning
1: 40. But I've don't.
2: been able to buy beer for 19 years. For 19 that years. sucks. You've drank a lot of beer in your life, but not so much anymore. Oh Maggie.
0: no! I, you know what? I he had. Uh, I saw him drinking ultra the other night, and that's uh, literally seriously. That's about the fourth beer in four years I've
1: seen him drink. Yeah. The thing about Justin that I admire so much is like when he sets his mind to do something, he does it. For instance, he used to be addicted to chewing Levi Garrett tobacco. Oh, I was like, bad. Bad addicted, right? Yeah. And then one day. He saw like a sore in his mouth or something, and he goes, that's it, I'm done. And he never touched it again, right? Well, that was
0: beer. He wouldn't, Same, and he like, got peer you, pressured. Like, how do you do that? I tried that? to push him in because I normally can push him into doing shit that yeah, I want him to yeah, do. Asshole. But that day, I would pushed him one time, and then I thought, hey, look, you know, because what, what the doctor told you. You know, he's like, if you want to see your kids get older, you got to quit. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't that he was an alcoholic. It was the, it was the calorie content sure. it was what it was. Yeah. It wasn't the alcohol. Right. But uh, and, and then, bam,
1: done. Yeah. and
0: that was good. But I don't know why does it. I want to take a let's take a gold buckle beer break because I have to pee and I got to turn a fan on because I'm getting hot back here. Let's it's go. It's getting hot in here. Speaking of, but so this. Take I off all your clothes, well, I, gotta, I
1: am getting so hot. I just,
0: uh, if I can uh, turn this on here real quick. Uh, if I'd have known this was him the other night.
2: Oh, right. I'm in a passion. See you, Jeff.
1: This <laughs> reminds me of the nightlight, Alva, Oklahoma.
2: <laughs> All
0: right, we'll be right back. got, 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 got like hot. Like I be flakin' wood, yeah, out the hood,
1: yeah. Let it be understood, yeah, it's all good, yeah. Got a dance, give me law, yeah, on the hard, yeah. cool, him broad, I want to draw, yeah. Hope you can do a trick, yeah. the oh yeah. Round and round, round and round, I get around. Still clowned with the underground when I come around. around.
0: It's the hip-hop version of Rump Chat. Yes. Tupac. i tell you what,
1: though. Rump, <laughs> do you,
2: I, Rump, do you keep your hoe in check? Me. I try to, um, every hoe I've ever had, I've really worked hard to keep him in check. but
1: <laughs> Usually it doesn't work. No.
2: Uh-uh. But I will tell you what about uh, Jeff and, and uh, like, with Tupac. Jeff introduced me to Tupac when he first moved in with my dad, and me and him was roommates when we was kids. He had a Tupac poster. I did. And being a white kid from central Kansas in a all-white community, I'd never heard of Tupac. Uh, Jeff had- Yeah, Tupac
0: hadn't quite made it to
2: Abbeville. He, he had no. not made it to Abbeville, Abbey like, USA. I was yeah. like, who's Tupac? He's like, it's Pac. <laughs> and he had a cassette tape that we listened to in my Uncle Tommy's Pickup. Oh, over, we listened 10, to Tupac over. one time, and Did, I'm like, "Oh my God, I love Tupac!" Like, and you never look back, have you? No, I've always loved rap music, like yeah. since I was little. Like, but Tupac blew me away. Yeah. And me and Sam and Jeff used to like after we get done working at the ranch, we would literally drive to Hutch and just listen to Tupac over and over
1: as we cruised Main Street, yeah. Hutchinson, Kansas. So
2: there I am, uh, a little white kid, cowboy hat. Cody McGee was always with us. Yeah, yeah. So, two chubby white kids, and we're rolling up and down Hutch, just singing Tupac songs. Like, like
0: it was fun though back then. Was those, a, those, those are the days. So, what did Uncle Tommy? Uh, did he ever st- get in his truck and? Jeff, and was, I had to
1: live with Uncle Tommy Jeff for lived like two or Uncle, three years. What, he well, lived at Uncle
0: Tommy's house? What was Uncle Tommy's opinion of Tupac? Uh, if, if Uncle Tommy's here, what would he say? Y'all Ask turn Jeff.
1: that. Y'all turn that shit off. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. I think a couple times, didn't he throw tape out the windows when we yeah, were driving he, down the road?
0: Yeah, the, the
2: Machiavelli yeah. Uh, tape he threw out the the window. But my dad never really, he,
1: he kind of liked Tupac. Like yeah. Bronco, he was he was never against rap music. Never. Bronco's wasn't really against anything that we liked. Bronco's you know a I mean?
2: man of the world. Yeah. So we'd we, we be going to rodeos and we'd be listening to Tupac. And like me and Bronco and Jeff and like wearing cowboy hats in the truck, just cruising down the street listening to
0: when, when were you
1: introduced to rap music, Hambo?
0: You know who it was, and I think I've said on this, it was my sister Lisa, who uh, she, uh, she had to. she had the Snoop Dogg uh, doggy style mm-hmm. album, mm. and that was the first rap music that I really. It just blew my mind. Very possibly And so the I can, you know, lotty-dotty, we likes to potty, yeah. we don't cause trouble, we don't bother nobody, we just some, um, mm-hmm, up on the mic, and when we rock, rock up on, on the, the mic, mic we rock the, the mic, mic. right, right. Yeah. and all my dogs, you know, see, I could go on, see, it's actually uh, uh, me and my uh, good buddy back home, Cole Tackett, <laughs> we, were the, we were the soggy bottom boys, we're our uh, karaoke... Soggy Bottom
1: Boys? Yeah, it's, it's actually... How do you get a nickname like that? Well, it's actually a band. The Beanbag oh, Boys. It's actually me. is a good band, up.
0: and I really liked okay. it. I just said it one night, and so we kept it. Okay. And so we would get up, and we would... Uh, that was our go-to raps, uh, or karaoke jam, mm-hmm. is that. And I rapped it one time in uh, Evergreen, Colorado. Did you ever pick up Evergreen? I
1: never went to Evergreen, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, Should yeah. I have? Is it a good yeah, Is that a survey? championship? Yeah, it's a pretty little yeah. town.
0: It's a, okay. it's a cult riding, but it's a pretty okay. little town. But anyway, yeah. but uh, yeah, going into that... Um, you picked up for a bunch of people, and, and uh, what's cool, You, I
1: mean, Powder River, yeah. Surveys, Barnes. Yeah. yeah, and I'll tell you how that got started, because, you know, growing up, obviously, all I did was run for rodeos, because that's what I was working for, so obviously, nobody else really knew who I was, but how I got kind of introduced to other people was uh, Powder River, Hank and Lloyd Franzen, love them to death, awesome stock, awesome people, and they used to hire Bronk to come to a couple rodeos to pick up, so whoever was working for him at the time obviously got to go with him. So for a while it was Bronk and, like, Danny May or Greg Farnier or whatever. And uh, eventually it was my turn to go. So Bronk and I would go pick up for Hank and Lori because their pickup, man, it was too far for them to come. as like, Colby, Kansas. Uh, and McCook. McCook, Nebraska, yeah. stuff like that. So we would go pick up for Hank and Lori. And after a few years of doing that, um, I got to go work for them actually by myself, which was, which was just amazing. You know, I learned a lot from – powder river because they had uh no offense to rumford's but like when you yeah. go work powder river you're picking yeah, the up some Ro- the Rumford the Ruford bucking horses suckers. were like they like weren't our, rank
2: our, our horses were good but they weren't like man killers right
1: like, you're not picking up qaddafi skull yeah you know what i mean three and, and frontier uh you know I and mean? yeah. Skulls souls frontier and those horses so when i went to work for hank and Lori, i learned two things one is i learned how to pick up rank bucking horses and the other thing i learned was you can make good money picking up bucking horses because when I worked for Bronk, he didn't really pay us that well. No, because we what? we got so much. You got paid, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: what the well, hell? Room right. and board, uh, yeah, you know, all Hank, the other.
1: But Hank and Lori pay really good. So you know, the first time I went to work for him and they handed me a check, I was like, "Wow, this is for me." Like, Thanks a lot, Bronk oh, Yeah, Rundford. I was like, Bronk has been really screwing me for the past <laughs> ten years. Like, what in the heck is going on? But they paid really good, and then. But that's how I, that's how you kinda in picking up, you know, especially when you're like me, when you don't grow up in a rodeo film or anything like that, you kinda have to get a break, you know, get your break to get in with other people. So I worked for Hank and Lori and then, you know, I'd be at their rodeo and somebody else would see me like Sutton's, you know, I'd work for work with Brent and Steve or whatever and then I just got to work for a lot of cool people. Obviously I worked for surveys which I know you grew up with or whatever, but I've just worked for a lot of people and it's just been it's just been such a blessing, man, you know, to you know, you the biggest thing is when you're when you're a kid and you're watching you know watching NFR on TV and stuff like that, and you're watching all these these cool horses and stuff, and then when you're finally out there with them, and it's your job to get the flank off of them and you know and stuff like that, and you're take and, care the, of them, and yeah. take care of them, you're like wow like i'm I'm really out here with them you well, know after watching them on TV forever. I, I said so. that
2: before, like when we were in high school, we had no cable TV at all. no Rumford had cable TV, so Jeff and I would go to Bob Jones's house
1: at like midnight because that's what NFR that was that? showing.
0: Bob Jones, yes, old Bob is that
2: that Jones, ugly guy. Yeah, uh, no, that's that's Bobby Early. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wow. can't remember. That is cold, but but, go but ahead. we we always went in there and watched the NFR, and uh, I'll never forget. Jeff used to have every rodeo on VHS. Huge. He recorded everything, and everything. all Jeff ever did, like I remember when we were tw- like he was like 15, for like one day on a Sunday it rained in Abbeville. He watched probably 12 hours. Of rodeo off v h s tapes that we recorded off t v
1: yeah and that's that's the coolest thing is like I went from just being a rodeo fan to working the rodeos in it, you know, and it's just Part like, of it. wow, you know, like every time even now, like when I ride in the arena, I'm just like wow I'm, I'm getting to do something I watched on t v and i just I just fell in love with it, and it's just it's just so awesome, it's just so awesome, yeah, so.
0: You know, and not to, I mean, have you ever, to get a little serious, but but honestly, I mean, it is important, and people know. I mean, did you face a lot of hard, I mean, a lot of. Uh, like like uh,
2: being a, a, a black pickup man in a white yeah. world. Like, yeah,
0: you know, and we all know some of the people in this business, and, I mean, the ignorance is beyond <laughs> belief, but. Yeah. To be did real, you face a lot be, of
1: ignorance? To be 100% honest with you, you probably won't believe this, but the answer is going to be no. And here's why I think. That was, is because especially back then, when you're working for Bronk Rumford, who was very respected in the in the industry, Rumford Rodeo and Floyd or whatever. I think they knew that if Bronk would hire me, I was I was obviously prepared and I was legit and I was a good kid, and so they really didn't really worry about my race too much. It's just like you know if you if this guy can come out in the arena and do a good job, we're going to give him a chance, and I'm I can't really ever think of a situation where somebody didn't hire me or somebody called me the n-word or anything like that i mean obviously i'm sure there's some of that going on behind my back especially probably in the beginning but i get that you know walking down the street to the grocery store too sure. you know what i mean yeah. so um what's the the weird thing is and people don't believe this but i i'll stand by this i've actually faced way more racism outside of rodeo than inside of rodeo so you know what i mean so
2: what you're saying is like rodeo people are pretty
1: Rodeo people are the best people in the world. Amen. I mean they are. I mean think about, I've been here in in Sykeston for I haven't even been here twenty four hours and just think look how much fun we've had. Yep. Oh, we've yeah, we've ate, we've drank, we've laughed, we've cried, we've done everything we. you can do. Well, just Justin, just I, I cried. Is great. But I, I, I'm with you. you I'm with mean? you. And,
0: and that that was what what we did today is what everybody been missing. Webster and I, and even uh, Toby Inman was here, and he's like I, I miss this. Like I just miss. The camaraderie. Yes. Right. Just being with these people. And we're, we're fixing them. I mean, Rosenberg just canceled. So I have after here, Guyman and then Abilene, Texas, and I think and that's you're, gonna you're be probably it. done. You're probably Maybe Belleville. But yeah. I doubt it. It's down by Houston and that's mm-hmm. a hot quote unquote hot spot. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so but but I am trying to soak all of it up because yes. I don't know. Well, yes. I was going to see you guys, you right. know? And
1: so, like, for me, like...
0: And for those who, who can't be out here, I hope you're living it through us, because we're having a lot of fun. We we're are. having so much yes,
1: fun. Yes, we're having just too much fun. Like, um, the, But the biggest thing is, like like you said, I missed it, so I wanted to get out and do some stuff, so I went to Cody over the 4th, Cody Wyoming, because Justin was working it. And uh,
2: and during, and during uh, the whole quarantine lockdown, when he was in Minneapolis, I said, dude, I said, come down and stay with me. Yeah. Like, get out of yep, the city, yeah, come you, down and yep. stay, and he came down and stayed, and yeah. he... Stayed Jeff a couple weeks. Is, Uncle Jeff is so good. My kids love Jeff to death. I love. And those he kids. worked every day from home in yeah. Ponca City. Yeah. And if he will finally like buck up and do it, I <laughs> want him to watch my house during the winter.
1: Yes, he's trying to talk me into going to Ponca City for the winter. So and watch if he my
2: would my stay house, there so. in January, February, and March, and I'll go rodeo and he watch my place. That's a possibility. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and Gus, my Gus uh, had his first. <laughs> Interracial experience with Jeff Jeff held him And and, and, uh,
1: Gus just stared at him Let's back up a little bit So I walk up today uh, Justin calls me and says Hey we're cooking breakfast We
0: are good friends So it is
1: (laughs) No I know It's all ribbing (laughs) No 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 I know um, but, yeah, so I walk up, and I was like, uh, obviously, I've never seen Gus before, who's an months So Yeah. What a cute kid. Good thing he looks like Beautiful his mom. Amen. Good thing he looks like his mom. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, so he's sitting there on the ground, and I'm like, oh, hand bones, Gus. So I sit down with him. I'm like, wait a minute. Has he ever seen a black person before? And you said, not, a, not this close. Not this close. Not this no. close. And you could tell because Gus just stared at me for it, probably it, eight minutes It straight.
0: is funny because as young as he is, and he has, you know, he. Nine months, right? Doesn't know what's going yeah. on, mm-hmm. but he did. He just stared at Jeff like, and then, there's something different about this
1: guy. Yes. And then he really started to like me. He oh, hugged he me. Was, oh, he put eggs man. on my face. Like, yeah, it was
0: he did. He did. Yeah. Jeff laid down by him and and, and goes <laughs> try to feed him eggs. It was awesome. But uh, yeah, but anyway, that's like. just going back to where I mean, just family, man. And and uh, <laughs> that's one thing to go to. to as we do in Rump Chat, we digress. But to circle back around the yeah. family of rodeo people, mm-hmm. and not to say again, I'm sure because everybody talks shit about me behind my back or run behind it. You know that's yeah, what oh rodeo. Yeah. It's 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 a big high school. Sure, it really rodeo is, is a big high school. Sure, full of Pe- mean girls. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and there's and if you can bitch about something in this day and age at these rodeos, um, I mean, go do something else. Kiss my ass. The other day, Sage. His glove was muddy the night he rode, yeah. but he takes his glove off, hands it to Robbie Hodges, says, "Hey, go give this to a fan." That's cool.
1: You know he could have just
0: thrown yeah. it in the trash, sure. but that's being a champion. Sure. You, you've got to hang out with Sage a bunch. And Sage got bucked off. Yeah,
1: Sage and he is, got bucked off. He's a good dude. Sage is a really like, good like you've dude. spent
0: a lot of time with the Kimseys. Yeah, he,
1: yeah. Ted
2: with... Kimsey, who's a rodeo clown. Ted yeah, I went hates, to uh
0: yeah the whole tr- Ted Trey me. Sage uh, Will Will Kimsey. I yeah. mean everybody. It's great. Ted Kimsey does not like me, but he loves Jeff.
1: He does love me, but back yeah, in the does. day
0: when we were little, <laughs> you got to be yeah. one of the few humans that <laughs> he does love me. He, he outside will, his own family. Um, he will. Does he love Will? I think they have a
1: love hate relationship. Yeah, what is
0: the relationship like with well, Will and say, Ted? Honestly,
1: it depends on what time of day it is. <laughs> no. To be real honest, do you. you see how many uh, Western beverages Ted is at?
0: I love Will yeah. to death. But, Will, uh, you just sometimes, like, if he comes in your camper at 3 in the morning, you Let really want to punch
2: him in the Let me tell you about that. Can I, can I say what happened last night?
1: We don't no. need to talk about it.
0: Yeah, we do. Okay.
2: Last night at 3 a.m. here in Sykeston, I'm in my bed, and Jeff and Will, Will Kimsey O'Connell, came into my camper and started poking me in the butthole with a uh, broom. <laughs>
1: While singing happy birthday. While
2: singing Woo-hoo! happy birthday. Did right. he go, Woo-hoo! and then Will gets on my miniature motorcycle and runs into Justin Josie's mini How's his leg
1: today? It, it's it swelled up. I it looks like a golf ball He, hit, there. The,
0: he, yeah. he bo- hit the van hard. He then. hit the hitch. So he's going by on his on Rump's on mini, my mo- motorcycle. mini bike and whacks the hitch. We've all walked into a hitch. we walked into a hitch, but going about... Hitches be crazy.
1: Ten <laughs> in my defense... Two things. One is, I did the same thing to you and Cody Wyoming over the fourth. So, why would you not be prepared and have your door locked? Well, here?
0: because Toby, exactly. He was I supposed mean, to stay with me. Yeah, but you can let it, he can go in the back door, right? There's no back door. No. There's only it one doesn't, door. It doesn't go down in the back? Unless you do the cargo door in the back. But. Well, that's true. Okay. Or you can just say, no, and my wife is here and I don't want anybody staying in my camper. Yeah.
1: Most people would be happy that their friends. Sing him "Happy Birthday" at three o'clock in the morning. I was ready to kill somebody.
0: It was the finger in the butt.
2: <laughs> it wasn't a finger. It was a broomstick. <laughs> did it um, go? Did, it get, knuckle it did or? get knuckle deep? Let's yeah. talk about something different here. Okay. Um, you growing up at the Rumford Ranch. You yeah. Got I want
0: to wanna, I want to hear some old stories. You, some, you know, we with, got to touch on this. Okay, with so Haley. I, w- I want oh, yeah, to hear yeah, yeah, Her episode yeah. was great. People love to hear. What stupid shit did you talk get about the Floyd Rumford days?
1: Did you, you didn't meet obviously? I've never met, no, nope, I didn't get, Floyd I didn't Runford have the pleasure. Was no offense to Bronk or anybody else, but Floyd Rumford was definitely the best human being I've ever met because he Makes would do anything for you. you. He was the hardest working individual I, I was ever around, and he was a cowboy. Like, if you saw him, he always had his cowboy hat on, unless somebody was saying a prayer, or he was sitting down eating. You know, he was just such a good guy, and he treated us like gold. And the, the story Justin said about me being the last person he talked to is 100% factual. Um, Lola had called and said, hey, something's wrong with Floyd. Can you guys come over and check on him? And Haley and I went over there next door, and his breathing was all screwed up. And I could just tell something wasn't right. And he grabbed my hand, and he said, Jeff, I love you. And literally within 30 seconds, he was gone. Wow. Yeah, it was just, I'll, I'll never forget it. It was, it was very surreal. But, uh, you know, we used to have a lot of fun. I think one story I remember about Justin, this is, we were, uh, it actually It doesn't have in college. to be about Justin. You can tell yeah, me. Yeah, no, I want to tell no, a story No, it's gotta about be you. about Justin. It's called Rump chats so, Exactly. Okay? It's Rump yeah. and yeah. No, Chat. no, no, no. It's and,
0: all Justin's show. And Justin probably- uh, all Rump
1: Chats. You probably- No, it's your <laughs> show too, Hambo Chats. I'm it's being a so. bitch, don't worry. But, uh, we were in, uh, I don't know if you remember this, Justin, but we were in, um, we were in summer school at Alva, and, uh, we, uh, Brumford, had booked a rodeo in Iron River, Michigan, for, the, fir- for River. the first time. Right, the old Iron Mule. And Justin, Justin, and I couldn't go up early. That's like Haley, way up there, isn't way it? up there. Haley and Bronco, Upper they went up, That's yeah. in the UP, up there in the old UP. They went up there like four or five days early just to hang out and swim and fish and do all that kind of stuff. Well, me and Justin couldn't go because we had school. So Bronco said, "Well, we will just fly you up to Minneapolis." And rent you a car, and you guys can drive over. You remember this, Justin? Oh, yeah. fly yeah.
0: to Minneapolis to go to yeah. the UP. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, we did. Did you take a ferry across? No. no. No, you can drive to the UP.
1: You can drive to the UP. It just you... takes a while. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go story. down yeah.
0: around, right? Through Chicago?
1: I don't remember the it, route. It's not close. Yeah. <laughs> it was, this is 20 years ago. It did not work yeah. good. Why wouldn't yeah. you fly? So I know. Anyway, so anyway. We, we fly to Minneapolis. We go to rent a car. Lola gives us, Lola Rumford gives us her credit card. We'll kind of find out. We couldn't rent a car because we weren't 21 25. or 25 or whatever 25. it was. We weren't. So we had to call Sharon Simon. Didn't we, we call called jo- Honest Joe Simon. Yeah, we <laughs> called him. And Sharon Simon come over uh, to the airport, MSP, and rented us a car. Do you remember what the car was, Justin? It was a neon yellow Volkswagen Beetle. It was. So Justin and I drove this car over from Minneapolis to Iron River, Michigan. And I'll never forget it. Uh, Bronk called us, and he said, make sure you guys don't hit any bear. Remember that? <laughs>
2: Oh, don't hit a bear? <laughs> Wait, do. do or don't? Do, 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 yeah, he, don't. Yeah, he's like, I yeah. uh, just want to tell you, boys, that you know, the, there's bears out there, so don't hit one. Oh, don't? Do or don't? Do? Do hit a bear? Don't? Yeah. I was like, Dad, why would you even tell us don't hit a bear? Right. Like, me and Jeff are driving in our neon yellow slug bug going, if there's a bear, we're smoking it. <laughs> like, who wants to hit a damn bear? Well, it
1: would make for a good
2: story, though. I mean, yeah. think about it.
1: But anyway, so we get uh to iron river michigan probably three or four in the morning i can't remember what time it was but for some reason we had to share a bed not really sure how that happened but a s- honeymoon suite because it must, it's a oh, stock yeah it, it was a honeymoon it's set. a
0: stock contractor so there's six other people in on no, that one room no, that's right they
1: give me and jeff the honeymoon suite that's right he, i totally <laughs> forgot about that so there's a big like hot tub in the corner and then like one big king size bed so anyway we go to sleep i don't know if you remember this justin but uh anyway so we go to sleep there and middle of the night, I just I hear this weird sound. I'm like, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, yep. what in the world? So I yawn, I look over. Justin is standing up beside the bed, peeing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think
1: he was having a dream that he was in the restroom. He was not.
2: I was peeing in the air conditioner. We're, oh, we're no. Yeah, no. Yeah, true story. I'll, I bet I'll,
1: that stunk. I'll never forget. I'm like, Justin. Justin, what are you doing? Like, huh? Huh? I'm like, dude, you're not in the bathroom. Oh, man, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, I River,
2: we're all hanging out in my hot tub in our honeymoon suite. And they tell me, like Jeff and them, were like, hey, I'll bet, bet you 100 you won't walk up to the front desk naked. I'm like, yep.
0: And I did. <laughs> did you ever get your 100? No. No. But I did walk up there
1: naked, didn't I? I might, yeah. I might still owe you one. Yeah. But hey, I want to go back to something. The other day, I was listening to an old rub Chat when you were talking about when you did not get the call for the NFR?
0: Oh, that was at my wedding. Yes. And so, he was a bitch about but it. But did
1: you ever talk about when you actually got the call for the NFR? Uh, no, I don't like to talk the about that. The first time? That's the worst day of my life. Oh, okay. Never mind. We'll yeah. go there then. Yeah. Okay. But
2: I do want you to talk about the Kansas City wreck because you were featured on the, uh, the Kansas City Cattle Drive. Yes. And that was a... For- w-
0: what room chat was that we're talking about? My brother-in-law Dave Cannon, you know Dave. He mm-hmm. he uh, he remembers that. Does he really? When when all the cattle got loose yes. and everything. So that, so tell I think us about. Wasn't, it, wasn't it with Ike Cox or something, or no? I, anyway, don't matter. Anyway. Tell
2: us about your side because we've had Bronk Rumford tell about his side of the Kansas City cattle drive when Jeff broke his leg
1: off. So what I what I remember the most about that is how that got out of control within the first three <laughs> seconds of opening the gate, right? Because you've got all these people who have no idea what a, what a cow or like, anything is. Like start
2: is. from the very first yeah. of the day.
1: So basically, I remember we got there and there was people everywhere. I mean, just absolutely everywhere. It was a beautiful day. Uh, people who probably hadn't ridden a horse either ever or in 10 years were saddled up and ready to go. And, it, and what they didn't understand was, When you open the gate and the cattle come out, you don't really have to run at them. You just kind of have to haze them and Mm -hmm. keep them in a straight line. These people did not know that. (laughs) So here they come, you know, 20, 30, 40 people all just at the cattle's head, and they just go scattering. (laughs) So what I remember most about that was I remember a a steer had got away, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save the day. I'm going to go get this steer. And I was riding a horse called Lefty, uh, one of Bronx' best pickup horses. Oh, God, that was a good horse. He was a bad cat. You could pick up on him. He was just awesome. But anyway, I remember just galloping. Next thing I know, I just remember hearing this whack. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Oh, wait, that's me. Right? (laughs) And I actually still have the scar on my foot. I'll show you. But I remember thinking, that really hurt. And I remember thinking, I hope my foot is not still in the stir because I'm going to be drugged down kansas city driveway and that would be that would be horrible but my foot swelled up so big i don't know if you remember this justin i remember because i had to wear your tennis shoe you remember that
2: uh, dad brought you home and you're all this yeah 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 the tennis shoe was gross but the
1: worst part of that is if you know anything about Bronk, like when you're hurt like he don't care like he wants you to get up and do something so he wanted me to go to a benny butter benny butler rodeo with him and, and run the neck rope and i was like I can't, Bronk. I can't even hardly stand, <laughs> right? So Big boy. Big, See, you yeah.
2: got him. See, he hurts his leg.
0: See. Have you ever got a Benny Butler ass chewing?
1: Um, so <laughs> I've worked for Benny a lot. Um, I worked for him at, you know, Tucson and Austin and Greeley. Like, I did that whole run for him a couple times. And uh, I took a lot of Benny Butler ass chewings, but I never let it get to me because one thing you know about Benny, he'll chew anybody. Yeah, yeah he it don't matter who Bronc, it is. He'll chew me. He would chew out he Jesus. Chewed, he chewed <laughs> Justin really bad. And you still, know what I mean? Like, that's just does. who he is, right? To this
2: day, he yeah. still chews my ass. But, but
1: the reason why, like a lot of times, I just kind of took it with a grain of salt and actually just smiled because I was just so happy to be working for Benny because growing up, I remember seeing Benny on TV a lot and all his good horses and stuff. And so when, when I got the call to go work for him, like I didn't really care what he did. I was just happy to be there. And at the time, like I had some really badass horses, and I was picking up really good then, and I just I was on top of my game, so I knew I was doing good. And so when you know you're doing good, you don't really worry about all the outside noise. You know what I mean? Like especially with Benny, because like I said, he chews everybody, so you can't you can't get butthurt about it. You know, everybody. Have you been around Benny? Oh yeah. Has he chewed you?
0: No. Damn. No, but I have. I get hambone. Cause a trombone. (laughs) No, but I did. uh, So I did uh, Jasper, Texas. Jasper, and it went away. Jasper.
1: I went to Jasper, and I was nervous about Jasper. You should have been. You know why? Uh, Go buckle beer break.
0: Yeah, I don't even have any music plugged in. We'll be right back. (laughs) Look.
2: You know how to peg and chit-chat goes. I like R's and V's and O's. Uh. I don't really play no tic-tac-toe. Uh. Been with chubs, do highs and lows. Drake. We seen, man, last night they froze. Wasn't no cameras, wasn't no pose. Just like that one time like at Cello. Good it. thing, man, were pulling our phones.
1: Uh. Stay in Big Six Six with woes. Man, start dissing and doing
2: We're one song away
1: from rodeo. <laughs> <from rodeos laughs> in Abbeville, my- Kansas.
0: I wonder if this sounds really good in Vince's truck. Ropes.
1: Seen him in person, I'm seeing
2: him- you're getting like a million controls. Snapchat. Get that shit up with P in his bro. I wish you the best. Let me know how it goes. Me uh, and I wanna let go. You came around in like show just the most. I know so much shit that I cannot
1: expose. I keep it inside and I laugh on my own. All all
2: right. Right. This song was picked by Jeff who is a hip hop cowboy. <laughs> I, uh,
1: I love hip hop music. You knew. Hip hop's awesome. I mean Drake and Biggie, Jay-Z, P. um Juvenile, obviously Nelly. Nelly was here. Nelly. Nelly Nelly, it mean, must be the money. I mean who doesn't like good rap and hip hop music?
2: I I love it. I, I love rock and roll and, and hip hop but like take us back like who was your first rap group or person that you thought man this guy kicks ass?
1: Um it's it's got to be Tupac for me. You know, it's it got to be Tupac, you know. He was just he was such an icon, you know? I mean think about it. He's in movies. He's you know, he's just he's just an he was just an amazing person. And then I and then I I fell in love with Biggie. The you funniest know? thing,
2: though, when Jeff was twelve, I well, you
1: were in Kansas, so you could like both. Yeah, it wasn't the East Coast, it West Coast for you. He,
0: was no it music. was about the music. When it he was. first
2: moved into our house, he brought a cowboy hat and a Tupac poster. That's, That's all you need. See, this makes sense because
0: forever, Rump. You know, I was raised on the streets, you know, of Abbeville, Kansas, and but what I, before I, I never knew the whole story, right? Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, always laugh. But this guy really, truly loves. The black culture. I do. romp
1: you mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. and yeah, And it, it
0: makes sense now. Cause, and, and what's funny is we got an email. I think, have we told the story? Uh-uh. We, we had an email. And it was from uh, a black guy. Yes. And saying, I can't believe you guys said the N-word on your podcast. How do you not remember this? You called no, me. No, I know. I, oh, okay. I do remember this. Yeah, guy. he remembers it, but we didn't, he... I, I, we haven't told it on the show, I gotcha. don't think. And, and we could be wrong, but... Okay. Uh, and it was when I put that effect when he was acting like Uncle Tommy, mm-hmm. and it was a, f- a phone like he was on the phone, and he said uh, over there in Nickerson, which well, is a the town w- in Kansas, in town Kansas. In Ka- yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, this guy perceived it as, and he was the only person, and he, because this and episode he was, was not new, this was yeah. A, yeah. And he, you know, I can't believe you guys said this on your show, blah 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 blah, f you and the horse you rode in on. And I'm going, we did not ever say anything like that. We wouldn't say anything like that. And so, it was, and so I go back through it, and, um, and I look, and I find it, and that is what it was. I'm like, that had to be it right there. Yeah. That had to be why yep. he thought that. Yeah. So I clipped it out. Rump emailed him back and said, look, my best man in my wedding was a black guy
1: Yes yeah. And he was the best man At my wedding
0: Yeah So, so I yeah. grew up You know With with two black guys three. You know And he was Three Sorry no. Anyway My point is yeah. This guy was like Oh man I'm sorry yeah. Keep on rocking Keep on rocking yeah. no, You know And, and it was kind of funny Like people People jump To conclusions too much and, and but it was like But that was Rump would never Never Say that in a derogatory term Now yeah. if he's rapping a lyric Like we all do Yeah And I'm if okay I, with that If I'm yeah, dropping I'm okay. a beat yeah, trying. yeah. Freelance. <laughs> yeah. You know Go. what? <laughs>
2: I, I really feel, uh, in today's day and age, like, man, they're, I hate racism. I hate all that crap. Like, everybody, like I said the other day, smile on your brother. Everybody get together, try to love one another. It don't matter, yeah. you know. Yeah. Jeff is a, a black man from the inner city that end up being a cowboy. Yeah. I'm a fat guy from Central Kansas that end up being a clown. You're from Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry. You know, we're sorry you know about saying, that's so all like, I got going. I'm saying it doesn't matter, and and uh, I, I think that, like I said earlier, I think that's one cool thing about Jeff's story is he's done what he's wanted to do. Yeah, you know he's never, uh, never done anything different. You want to be a cowboy, man? You're a cowboy. You want to listen to rap music? Yeah, you and listen I, to rap music.
1: I think I came in at the right time. I'm not sure if I were to start over right now. I don't know if I'd get as far as I've gotten because I feel like now in today's age, there's so much racial tension in the world. There is. And, and I hate that. I think now would be a bad time if I were to just start over. I think, you know that, what I, mean? I
0: think what would hurt you most, and maybe I could be completely wrong, is that people wouldn't hire you because they would be afraid of something happen.
1: Yes, hundred percent. Not that
0: not they're not racist. No, but they would be afraid of something happening, like backlash or something. Yeah. yeah, and or or uh, yeah, or somebody saying something, you know, or them having to deal with something. So you would get hurt
1: mm-hmm.
0: by today's climate.
1: hundred yeah. percent. Yes. So it was a blessing that I got started when I did because yep. things are completely different now. And it's stupid. You know, yeah, I hate it.
2: It is stupid. And like, yeah. smile on your damn brother. Everybody get together and try to love. That's from the 60s. And on a side note uh, about the 60s, uh, Reno Rosser is here. He is. And we're going to have him. Reno. Reno was going to come on. And he made me cry. I cried. My best friends in the whole world. He didn't cry when he saw you or me. Yeah, why didn't you cry
1: when I showed up? Because you guys are not from California.
2: Like, I'm used to seeing you. And he just saw me a month ago. Yeah, like, I've seen Hambone a lot. And I've missed Hambone because we haven't. Been able to rodeo like normal, but this year, me and you've got to spend more time together than we ever have.
1: Yeah, that's the thing about this COVID.
2: You're going to come to Ponca City and stay at my house during the winter and take care of my ranch. What's that pay, by the way? It's free. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to pay shit. (laughs) So, you know, uh, the COVID has been hard on everybody, but it's also been great because we've never got to spend that much time together.
1: Yes, and here's the best thing that's happened through, through COVID is we've been so busy. We live 12 hours away from each other. So I hadn't had a chance to establish a relationship with the triplets, yeah, with your kids, and now we're tight, we're thick oh, as thieves. You, you are like you know, like living in Lola and Bandy, like they love me and I love them. They missed like, their uncle Jeff, yeah. so
2: like in the mornings, I when he was staying at our house in the guest bedroom, I'd walk in in the morning and, and uh, all three kids would be in bed with Jeff watching cartoons. Yeah, we
1: did. We hung book. out. We watched a lot of cartoons, and then one of the girls would bring me coffee. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Just went just went fry up an egg. I'd work for a little bit, and then we'd start hitting golf balls. Oh the yeah, rest of the day. we played rump golf a yeah. lot,
2: which Jeff actually set a record at twelve foot four inches uh, away from their spot. Yeah, and then I beat you with a seven six. You did, and then Jeffrey Greer, White Jeff, White Jeff, yeah, Jeff Greer knocked one into the fire pit from the patio. Mm-hmm. That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I'm still mad about that. We got to play golf and Cody.
1: We did, and play you're golf a good golfer. Like I'm not that good, really. I well, mean, you, you, I can hit some nice shots, but I'm not very good yet. Like Nate Justice and Webb and Tuck, like them guys are good, but they no have way, more there's time. There's No way, Webb's a good golfer. Webb's actually a pretty decent he's a, golfer. He's a, he's a dang good golfer, but, but really, why, yeah. Why, why we're but but ready, Justice is the best.
2: Why we're getting ready to wrap up? Talk about the golf game and Cody.
1: So. We're going to go play golf in Cody, and like normal, I don't the have The day any, after the rodeo. The, the day after the rodeo, so this will be Sunday the 5th or whatever. And Cody Wyoming is just – it's such a beautiful place, and we uh, – Justin and I spent a lot of time there working Good the night friends. rodeo and just love everything about it. But there was probably, what, eight of us that went? Yeah. and Tuck and Webb and all of us, and we had a blast. And the thing is about golfing is – even when you don't play good, it doesn't matter because you're having so much fun. Like I think you drank probably what eighteen White Claws.
2: I drank one White Claw per hole. Yeah,
1: at least. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we had we had so much fun. We just hit the ball around and and then we then we went and cooked steaks afterwards, oh, which is just amazing. So fun, you know. The, and that's and that's what we talked about earlier about that's that's just rodeo, like you know, just. Amen. You know, doing everything together and spending time with each other. The rodeo
2: lifestyle is so different than you can explain to anybody. You
1: have to. You have to experience. It's nothing you can describe to somebody with words. You know, it's a feeling. You know, know?
2: I know a lot of people talk about like carny life, but it's not carny life. Like rodeo lifestyle is like today when we're thinking about my birthday party. We're outside. Hambone has a speaker. We're listening to Motley Crue. We're cooking steaks. Yes. This like has been
1: just an epic day already, and we haven't even had the rodeo yet. Yeah, yeah we haven't even got you know to the rodeo I'm and excited Kojo. About the rodeo. How can you not and be excited? And then we're going to go party with
0: Kojo tonight. Yeah. Yeah, Kojo yeah, This is what concert. sucks. It's like my wife. You know, we've got Gus. Your wife sucks. Is that what you just said? Wow. No.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my bad.
1: Head only only head. if everything uh, only if everything's just correct. If everything comes together just right.
2: <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. Mom. Cream of some young guy. Sorry, Vince. <laughs> sorry, Vince.
1: He's had a lot of yeah. Go buckle beer. But the last thing I want to say is uh, No,
2: that's not the last thing. Like we, we dictate when the last thing Oh sorry. Is. Yeah, we run the interview yeah, here. Sorry. This is not Jeff Chat. This is not Jeff Chat.
1: <laughs> yeah. What if there w- was a Jeff Chat? Yeah. Should I should I make a podcast? Everybody, everybody, goes, else, everybody does. else does. The Jeff yes, there has been some followers on. Huh?
0: Well, you know we can't put our claim. I mean, it's, we didn't create this. Yeah, but according to Ty Campbell, everybody sucks
2: except us. <laughs> Pendleton Roundup. Every that year that in is September. up
0: to the listener. And but we I, love our listeners. But we I have do, the greatest listeners. I do
1: want to give a shout out to Hambone really quick because he needs. A I hadn't out. been to a Hambone, you know, produced rodeo in a while. I don't even when the last time I was there. But last night I thought the music was freaking was. He's so good. money. It. I it was a lot of hip hop. So money. Yeah, of, uh, it was old school. I love my nineties rap. Was, Dre two thousand. It the, was awesome. The
2: best thing you played the last night for the hot song was the Michael Jackson song. Can't stop. Till you can't stop. Can't, can't stop. Tell you again. It. it was
1: Gave awesome. Off.
2: That is a Stop. good. That is a it good, good feel. I good song.
1: love Michael Jackson. By the way, I, d- yeah. I, st- I, do. I do too.
0: And, see, I and love we and Michael Michael play uh, his little deal where he kicks his leg up on the fence. Yeah. We play R. Kelly. My yeah. mind's, My telling, mind's telling, telling me no. Yeah. And people are like, oh, that's bad. Okay, so if you want to start talking about, so we can't play because mm-hmm. of artists that have done the bad things. Take Michael Jackson out. Yeah. Take uh, you can't play uh, Gary Glitter, uh, the Stadium Rock. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Gary Glitter, right? What's it called? Rock and Roll Part, Rock and roll part Two. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, you, uh, Johnny Cash went to jail. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I did not it, know
1: he went to jail. Oh, hell yeah, on drugs. For, oh, okay. He killed a man at him uh,
2: just to watch him die. Well. well. Anyway. Drugs is
1: a lot different from, than what Drugs. those people were R Kelly, doing.
0: R. Kelly did do some bad things. Yeah, thing. but yes, you know what?
2: It, the, it doesn't make the song like... Where are we going with I this? Don't, I don't Okay, know. here's the deal. My like, microphone is w- falling. This is God's I want to bail in on this before we leave. Mm-hmm. I don't always agree with the artist, okay? I don't necessarily agree with, with uh, Motley Crue talking like they did. Tommy
0: Lee can suck it right now. But
2: here's the deal. Like, I, I, I'm not going to hate their music because of it. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah.
0: It, I don't. If agree. you outlaw everything that, because somebody does, you will not like a, uh, anything. You it, know what I mean? Because it, and I it, watched it just, the Michael Jackson uh, leaving Neverland. I did not watch that. I watched
2: it, and it. Did it was, you watch it, the it's R. Not Kelly? Good. I watched the R. Kelly thing. Okay. So like, I didn't. Did you?
1: Yes. Is it, it bad? It was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. It was yeah. Very brutal. But what I'm, don't say- watch it.
2: But what I'm saying is like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to hate a song. Is that bad?
1: It's not bad. I 100% understand what you're saying. So you're trying to separate. Look, I like his like, music. No I don't what, like his actions. No matter what
2: Michael Jackson did, his songs are fun, and they like Thriller. He's the GOAT. I'm not going to hate Thriller because of, I don't know, because maybe of I'm wrong. Because what he did or did not And do. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that like doing things wrong is good, but I don't hate the song because of the artist. Don't
0: hate the art because of the artist. Yeah.
1: Yes, I agree with that.
0: Cause
2: like Michael Jackson is the baddest cat ever. He's the goat. Yeah, he is by far. He's the Michael. Because Jordan even go music. back to
0: even go back to Tupac. That's some of his lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're up and down like a roller coaster. I'm up inside. You I ain't about, quitting. You the you show know, is
2: over. Cause I'm a writer.
0: Bitches and this, you know, yeah. it's not. <laughs> there's some.
1: Yeah, there's so definitely. Can, yeah, but I, then I, he then he'll make a song like "Dear Mama." You know what I mean? Where he's even though I'm crazy,
0: crazy I gotta thank the Lord that you
2: made, made. me. You know, yeah. Wish I could take the pain away
0: Yeah, exactly
2: But even like If you look at the Bellamy Brothers Or uh, the song Do you love as good as you look Judging from the cover I'd love to read your book You know what I'm saying? Uh, or there's this one
0: This is one of the good this ones This on, on. is. No well,
1: right is the way it is That's what we need right now Let me shut up
2: Everybody Crank it
0: up in your
1: tractor Your truck or your Impala. He's a hero.
2: This actually is the song we should all be listening to. Right now.
0: Well, we're gonna close it out, Director.
1: We love you, buddy. Thanks. Love you guys. Thanks for having me on. It's awesome to have you, buddy. Let's. Happy birthday, happy, Rumpster. Happy four zero
0: to Jr. Oh zero. And yeah, uh, so you know, friends. hope everybody's well and good and healthy and. Uh, just keep your head up. We want to thank Gold Buckle Beer, Boyd Gaming, Spitzy, um, and uh, just all of our great partners uh, that we have. So, which is That's pretty much it. That's just the way it is. Scott, Hig- Scott, we Scott Higgs. Interesting. <laughs> never anyway, make some changes if you need to, people. Make some changes. Love each other.
2: Smile on your brother, y'all. Come back for Rump Chat next week. Oh, oh, that's just the way it is. will
1: never be the same, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. just the way it is, oh yeah. I see no changes, all I see is racist faces, misplaced hate makes disgrace to racist, we under, I wonder what it takes to make this, one better place, let's see race the waste, it. take the evil out the people, they'll be acting right, Cause both black and white, it's my... Tonight. and the only time we chill is when we kill each other, it takes skill to be real time to heal each other, and although it seems ever since we ain't ready to see a black president, uh, it ain't a secret or concealed, a fact of penitentiary.